Welcome to the Bended Bottle Podcast with your hosts Travis Poisel and Mike Sisko. And remember, always be decisive. Right or wrong, make a decision because the road of life is paved with flat squirrels who couldn't make a decision. <laughs> Where did that come from? I, I was, was thinking, thinking about, about decisions. decisions. That's fantastic. You know, the flat squirrel. <laughs> I've never thought about that. Because he definitely made the wrong decision. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. That's, That's what decisions. You, you think about this. That's, That's what, what I was thinking, thinking about when I was talking to you earlier a little bit just a minute ago. Decisions, okay? Um, it's, it's like, like when uh, Julie says, what do you want for supper? You want Chinese? You want Mexican? And he's like, oh, man, both of them sound good. What do I want? What do I want? Um, and it... Many, Many nights, I think I went to bed without supper because I couldn't. <laughs> I don't believe that. Or, or, like or have a bowl of cereal. That's what it is. Okay, it's. It, what made me think of this is because I was uh, uh, thinking about this thing called the bird dance donkey. You ever heard that? The bird? No, I haven't. It's, it's when, when you take a donkey and you have a set of bale hay on each side of the donkey, the, each the same amount apart from the donkey. The donkey will starve to death. Because it will not know which bale hay to go to. Oh, really? I don't know if that's true, if that or if they just made that up a theory up. This is from a guy a long time ago. I don't know who, what his name was. Bernam was his last name or something like that. I've never heard of anything like that before. But it's it, it's true. It's about decisions. Say, oh, you okay? You got two girls, right? This is this is no. I don't mean he's got two girls now. I'm just saying if he had a, if he had two girls there to choose from and both of them are equally beautiful. Face, beautiful eyes, hair, body, uh, so there's no personality. There's really nothing. There's no to, differences whatsoever. There, there could be. There's going to be if it's a person. But they're both something that you are attracted to very strongly. You have to choose. And no matter what you, who you choose, the other one's going to go away. And you're never going to have your chance with that again. How do you choose? What do you do? Everything is 100% equal? Yeah, pretty much. So, yeah. I mean... That's, are you going to starve yourself from a relationship for the rest of your life for that? Because you've got your choice of two right there in front of you. That's a, damn. If that's decisions. That's what I, it's, it's even I, like would, it, see, I think I would make a decision. You, you would, would have to. to. And if you didn't, by the time you did make the decision, who knows? Maybe that choices are gone because you waited too long. Yeah, I don't think I make, I don't think I, I don't think I, uh, get too indecisive on things i think i make pretty good i think i make i won't say pretty good decisions but i think i make a decision one way or the other but when faced with decisions like say a candy bar you got two favorite candy bars by chance mm, yeah what are they well are they candy bars <laughs> what are they i really like snickers okay and, and nice. i really like uh reese's okay, okay so, so put a snickers on a reese there you can only have one so if you say you pick the snickers you're gonna go damn i should have the reese's. i know i know you're exactly right yeah and you're gonna be the same with the woman you're gonna go i take you and then i'll send you with her and who's to say you're not gonna start thinking about the other one you can't go to the other one anymore. i don't know man that's not it's it's i was just thinking about and i was thinking about it because that's really, of that's really unfair it, it is. It's that you got to make choices. I mean, look at the flat squirrel who you see run across the road and going like this, skittish, and then you go, oh yeah, and then yeah. you just hear, a oh, he he made the wrong decision. He definitely made the wrong decision. <laughs> Why do you come back to the tire? Yeah, exactly. Go away from I mean, the tire. It's, it's it's I don't know. I, I was thinking about because it's even at work. You got decisions oh, I, work, to make. Work, work. It I think it's easier to make a decision. 
It is. Oh, no, I would say no because you got I think your decision that you say you want to do, and then you got other people telling you, no, let's try this, let's try this. And so you got to weigh every option. I mean, honestly, you well, should. Oh, well, yeah. But ultimately, though, the decisions don't come down, decisions are going to be made. I mean, there's decisions I've definitely made that's been. Is that going to be your decision every time, or are you going to, you know. Well, if it has to, but, all if, the but it is my, if, but if it has to be my decision every time, then yeah. But I, mo, sometimes I'll weigh other other uh, opinions and other options, especially if I'm not the one that's going to be directly dealing with it. Yeah, right. But if I'm the one directly dealing with it, chances are you can give me your option, but then probably not make my decision on my option. On your what you think is best. Something that's going to directly affect me. Yeah. Well, it, every it, but everything at work affects everybody. That you work with. Yeah, and, the, and I, I really honestly think decisions I make at work... Uh, I think you make good decisions. I think they benefit, to an extent, uh, everybody. I don't think they benefit. I think you try to, yes. I think you. that's what your goal is. I believe that about you. I believe that. Um, but in work, but it, I find it easier to make a decision at work. Than in picking two girls? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if, yeah, if we're going to be honest, I mean, if, it, if everything's equal with them... Yeah, that could be a hard decision. It would be. I would make a decision. You would have to. And But that would be a hard decision. That would not be an easy decision. Well, like the donkey putting that bale of hay on each side of it. It but would starve itself to, to death because it cannot choose. But if it's if we're trying to either compare it to the donkey or to that squirrel, those seem like pretty fucking easy decisions to make. Eat one of them and run away from the damn car. <laughs> yeah. But I'm like, you would think anyway. But if we're, but if we're, if we're comparing like two girls on the decision is to spend the, the rest of your life principle. with spending the rest of my life with or get ran over by a car is pretty uh, you're not going to be out in the middle of the road running <laughs> well you may be I guess never you know. may be running from the back door I guess out of the back <laughs> yeah. door especially if that was a wrong decision <laughs> yeah. why did I pick this one she's crazy <laughs> I can't laugh too much tonight I was told I laughed too much oh no listen I'm just teasing well, I was told that, but hey, <laughs> you were told that. Who cares? Which laugh. is weird because I think we laugh about the same amount of time. Well, yeah, I but think, I, think so. I come away from the mic a lot more, and I go, uh, "Oh, <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> laughter is the best medicine." Don't they say that? Yeah, I mean, and and if you can't laugh at yourself, and I laugh at myself quite a bit, <laughs> I laugh at myself. I laughed at myself the other day because I lost a button, and you it whined all... <laughs> so much about that damn button. <laughs> And it's because it's at the it's at the, where my belly is. I don't understand it. Maybe because it's it, it, it maybe because it it hits right at the desk or something. I don't know. Yeah, we'll say that. Yeah, well, <laughs> I did. I was I was all upset it, over it a dro- button. Then it drops down like two degrees and you're freezing. Yeah, I know because of the button. Yeah, you can't airflow through. <laughs> I did. I did complain about that button for a while. It was so unprofessional walking up to somebody with a button missing. <laughs> and the first thing I think. Dude, you need to lose some weight. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> right. It's almost as bad as walking up to somebody after going to the bathroom, your zipper's down, and they're saying, hey, uh, how do you address that, actually? It's happened. If you're looking at somebody's zipper, you're looking in the wrong spot anyway. Oh, I just tell them. Yeah, hey, bud, zip up. What are you doing looking down there, pal? Well, if you're wide open, it's kind of hard not to notice it. <laughs> I guess it might be. I'm like, hey, dude, you got something hanging out there. <laughs> well, you hope to God he's got underwear on, so something's not hanging well, some out. some of us don't do that. Well, it's true. I know a guy who never wore underwear. Thought it was great. Okay, don't quit waving at me. I did not need to know this. Oh Lord, I know somebody. Hey, I know somebody who will be interested in that. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, I have got somebody who is going to be very interested in you uh, not wearing any skivvies or whatever you would well, want to call It's just more comfortable. I mean, it's wintertime. No, I, it's not. Actually, in, the, in wintertime I do because, well. Don't you, like, get, you know, you're, you're peeing and you get your little last drops out and you think you're done and you go to put it away and you still drip a little? Maybe not. Who knows? No, I don't have a leaky. I don't have a leaky one. But don't you get chafed and all that stuff? And uh, but I mean, hey, oh. it's just so you know. I don't know what it's. Oh, that's what I owe. No, just half of that. Oh, yeah, that's fine. That's cool. Um, anyway, we were discussing business. Sorry about that. But uh, I just no. got an alert on something. I forgot. <laughs> that's fine. I forgot they actually came up. So commando. I see. I can't do it. I don't. I can't be free balling. You Why know not? what I mean? I don't know. It's it's a weird feeling for me. I guess you get used to it. Yeah, you probably would. It'd be nice. I mean, if, I've been doing it for oh gosh, a couple of decades now. Serious, man. She's really gonna be happy with you. <laughs> I just. I don't know what happened. Or why I did it. I'm sure there was a reason. A reason why it started. Yeah. What would be the reason, I wonder? I can't remember. I was still, I think I was in high school when I started doing it. That's I, that's when I, my bun buddy started doing it, too. I'm pretty sure it had something to do with because I played sports. Why, a lot of sports guys don't wear underwear? Uh, it just makes your, it just, well, for me, it makes the process of changing from one thing to another thing. and Oh, you know, you a know, little quicker. And you don't have, and like, especially if... Uh, like I have morning workouts. I had morning workouts before I started at school. The last thing I needed was to bring like so much extra pair of underwear with me because after pra- after school I had practice, so it was just easier to. So you, yeah, you're sweating in them and all that stuff. Is mm-hmm. that what you're getting at? I understand that. I guess. That's... So it just became a well, screw it, and it just became more and more comfortable. It was awesome. Interesting. So any of you out there uh, who know him, I want you to blow up his phone and say, "Hey, way to go, Commando." You better believe it. <laughs> it's nothing wrong with I'm that. I'm telling you, the sink I, when we're standing next to each other is only a thin piece of, cl- of uh, clothing <laughs> between me and you. I got an idea. Somebody's going to want to eat you out in one of the barns, but I don't I, know. We need to leave Walt out of this. Walt, yeah. That, <laughs> yeah. Well, we shouldn't have said a name. Yeah, he is going to be the one who wants to spoon you now. He's of the name. That's the one That's the one name that he doesn't want out there, and that's why I want to say it as much as possible. <laughs> Just to mess with him because he's gonna. He wants a spoon, Travis. I don't understand. He that. says a lot of things. He does. I don't. I don't. <laughs> oh yeah. He is. He's a funny character, actually. Uh, he definitely is a character. He, if he ever made a movie or a or a TV show, I would watch it. Just for, just, just to watch it. You. He needs to be on a show. I told you now. Watch that letter, Kenny. It's called. <laughs> yeah, letter. I need. I've been told about it. I do want to check it out. It's it is just it's L E T T E R Kenny Letter Kenny. It's just a ridiculous. It's so stupid. You 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 sit there going, why am I watching this? This is dumb, but it's funny. The they talk so fast back and forth. You got to rewind to listen to it again and again just to hear all the the good one liners they have. And they're one, they're in can, uh, Canada. It's supposed to be right? Canada, somewhere close to the Minnesota border. So- <laughs> <Minnesota>. <laughs> there we go. I will plug Minnesota every chance I get. It's the it's the state bird is the loon. I don't know if that's true. Actually. <laughs> have you ever heard of a loon? No. It's a it's a bird. Look it up. I well, guess. obviously it's a bird. If that's their state bird. <laughs> They say it's the land of 10,000 lakes and mosquitoes or whatever. No, the state bird is a mosquito, yeah. How is that? The same because they bird? say they have a lot of mosquitoes, that's why. The state loop bird is the loon, I believe. 
I don't know why I'm looking it up. I'm gonna look up the state bird to Minnesota. I'm so sick and tired of hearing about Minnesota. I'll never go to that state. Hey, Minnesota ever. was one of the best places on earth to be. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I really don't Red Wing, that. where I was at the last part, the leafers come down about fall time because it's supposed to be very beautiful there. No. And um, what are you doing over there? I I threw a, a bottle of pop away. Uh, Empty one. Vermont, I'm telling you, in the fall, yeah, way more beautiful. I than, bet that is. I could see that. Yeah, it's the common loon. I'm telling you, it's a stinking duck. It's, it, I don't know if it's a duck or not. It looks like a duck. Does it? It does look like a duck. Yeah. And then, well, then they got ticks out there, so lunatic. <laughs> <laughs> that was bad. Yeah, that I was like that it. was cheesy. I mean, uh, I do. I won't say. But I've been really getting into the dark humor. Oh my god! Oh my god! He's been telling jokes that some of my just cracks me up. I don't know why. Go I ahead, tell one. Tell one. No way. Why? Because they're inappropriate. Uh, oh, it, now they're inappropriate. Is <laughs> on the podcast. And I could tell you, like the one I always say, "What do you call a woman with two black eyes?" <laughs> I will not finish that one. That is not proper. Hey, I love women. Women are, I always say, women are the only true work of art. Oh, it was nice talking to to your wifey before we started the podcast. Yeah, it was okay. Made me feel better. Yeah, she likes him. She wants, you know, she's, she was, you know, he was wanting to call her last week when we talked about, uh, what was it, jump humping? Jump humping and spooning. And she wanted to know or, why, uh, why I wouldn't allow her to call because she would probably would have agreed to it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Not spooning, no. Soaking. You ain't spooning. So- soaking. <laughs> oh my God, it. no! I can't help it. I'm sorry. And um, uh, I guess leading into soaking, we could lead into the next topic that we're <laughs> thinking soaking. about. So, all right. So you brought this up earlier in the week, and I'm I'm actually quite curious. I actually don't remember why this was brought up but the age of consent yeah I, I was trying to think of that too because well I, yeah i don't know why I don't we know, brought this up I, I do not know how this became a a subject of conversation the age of consent in different states i i, I mean because i always say you know if you uh, say you're 35 and you fall in love with a 16 year old which is it's possible i get it okay don't get me wrong i'm not saying anything but if when they say the age of consent i always thought it meant that the 16-year-old can have sex as long as the parents say it's okay. I don't know if that's true or not because who would, who would have the balls enough to go up to a parent and say, hey, I'm say I'm 40, which I'm not. I'm older than that. Um, uh, I'm not talking about myself, but they go up to the parent and say, I'm in love with your daughter. I want to have sex with her. Well, and here's the thing. How do you become in love with her, their daughter? So you're obviously already having conversations with her. Yes. Which... As I'm telling you, if someone it happens, you've seen it. Happens. No, I understand. I it. was just watching a TV show about the guy, that teacher, who I don't remember. Never mind. I can't get into it because I don't remember it now. But anyway, it does happen. There's been guys that fall in love with little girls, or like sorry, not little girls. You are women, sixteen year olds, and there's been ladies who screwed younger guys in high school, which yeah. I've always wondered where Weaver. them teachers were at. We- <laughs> Well, you had that one administrator in Illinois that had uh, like a sex holiday yes. party. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, but I don't know. It happens. But I mean, I mean, it's it happens. I mean, and it says uh, in the Hoosier state, no one is legally capable of giving their consent to a sexually act, to sexual activity until they reach the age of sixteen. 
All right, so the way I read this is the minimum age is the age of consent is 16, but minimum age of victim, which I guess I don't really understand that terminology, but it's 14. Yeah. Oh, here's something for you real quick. The legal age of consent, I think I said that earlier, uh, for the Philippines is 12. That's oh, the lowest in the world. That's, that blows my mind. And uh, here are, there are a few exceptions to have being able to have sex with a 15-year-old or 16-year-old. The minor is married. Here in Indiana, the legal age of marriage is 15. Oh, what? The legal age of marriage in Indiana is 15. So, hold on. So, you, a 40-year-old can marry a 15-year-old. Now we're changing the age here. Uh, well, there's also that uh, Romeo clause, which is... What the hell's a Romeo clause? I don't know if that's what it's called. That's what Kyler called it. He was talking about this because I was asking. We were talking about it on the way to the delivery. Yeah. And he said he thinks there's a, and and it's and it is, is true. It like that Romeo and Juliet thing. Yeah, that's basically what it, I call it. The Romeo clause. It is a Romeo and Juliet clause. That's interesting. Simply put, it is the law gives a bit of leniency, and it does. This is what's weird to me: to couples who are both younger than 21 years old are no more than four years apart. So, okay. Well, I can see that like in high school. So if you're 18 and she's 14, that's legal. I can see that that's because cr- you're, no. you're in school. She's 14, you're I, 18. I, I, understand, I understand that, but you're in high school. So at that point, you know, that 14 well, or 15 year old is probably in a freshman while he's a senior. That's still young, man. I mean, don't tell me you didn't like hook up with a freshman when you were a senior. I hooked up with anybody. So there's a, possi- there's a possibility she was 15 or 16 and you were 18 or 19. Oh, I would, no, with me, I would have to say no because I always liked older women. I liked them in 25, well, I, okay. 35. That's what I did. But, I liked but there, them. But there is. <laughs> I did. But there, you know, but there is that, that's probably why that Romeo clause or Romeo and Juliet clause is in there because she was probably a freshman, you're probably 18. And you guys probably, they probably stayed together when he graduated and she's still going through her. Yeah, through her whatever So probably that's probably why it's the 21 because by the time she is like 18, 17, 18, he's 21. You know, he's not going to jail now. If he's 21, she's 15. Well then. No more than four years apart in age are in a dating relationship and both have mutual, give have given mutual. Both have given See, mutual consent. That's weird. So it's not the parents who are making up the mind. But the, the mutual consent, like say if she, she gets says yes. off at him and then all of a sudden yeah. it's no longer it's mutual rape. consent. Then she says it's rape. And instantly. And if the guy screams rape, then it's ignored. Why is that? Because we as Americans or as a, as a breed, whatever you want to say it, know that no man's going to yell rape when he's having sex. I don't know if that's true, though. Who? Probably, Unless you're gay. No. <laughs> and but, I have nothing against them. No, no. Okay. Let's just say the one person neither one of us like uh, decides to hop on us. And we do not want that to happen from that one person. Um, Why is it? Because it's embarrassing that it happened? That no, you allowed because, it to happen? No, because of everything we talk about. If With this, that slight possibility, if this that's person actually, can overpower you. I, okay, well, if that person ahead. can overpower you, then you're just a pussy. Yeah, basically. But, <laughs> <in a> nutshell. <laughs> but no, but say if this person we're talking about does overpower you, does miraculously get your dick card and miraculously slides on top of it, and you don't want any of it to happen, that's right. 
Are you going to claim, are you going to take it to court? Hell no. Why? Because that's embarrassing. That's what I just said. It's You're embarrassed of it, but... But I guess females that get raped also do the same exact thing, though. They're... Yeah, they're embarrassed by it. Yes, they're and embarrassed they that it happened. They, yeah, and they say then they won't go and, and report it. And, you know, a lot of times... Not a lot of times, I shouldn't say it that way, but sometimes they, they are made to believe that they encouraged it or whatever you want oh, to say. Oh, that's... that's that I think happens more than I think that I think that I think a lot of sexual assaults happen because that because or that, of that yes that or because they got um, they get drinking and then the guys keep feeding them drinks yeah and then I have I mean unfortunately I have witnessed that and at the time I I don't think I ever stepped in no I can say I mean it's bad on my part I probably should have stepped in and oh you've seen it. it happening I have I've been to a lot of parties where I've witnessed it. But it's not like the, and some of these females, I can tell you, honestly, did encourage it. But the ones I saw kept getting fed drinks. No, I don't know. I don't think anything happened to them, but I also never heard anything about it either. So, okay. Now, let's So, the one that blows me away is the California one. Why? Because they literally passed a law that says pedophilia is a sexual preference. But yet their, whoa, whoa, but their whoa. minimum age is being a pedophile is a sexual in, preference in California and like New York and shit like that. So they're letting them get away with it. I don't know if they get away with it, but I know they passed it. They passed it, and now they say that they're it's a sexual preference for uh, pedophiles. I mean, so here are things. But California is eighteen. That's that, the legal age. That's a consent. Word. Minimum age of victim is eighteen. I don't understand that. Yeah, that doesn't make well. That's when you become a legal a legal adult, isn't it? Yeah, but some of these minimum age of victims like twelve, fifteen. That's, yeah, the Philippines 18. is that's the lowest in the world. Alabama I minimum age of victim is twelve. Yeah, I don't. I still don't understand. Twelve. What I mean, means. I mean, what? Oh, this is an age below which an individual cannot consent to sexual intercourse under any circumstance. That's the lowest that they can't. Why didn't? Why the hell? So they're telling you anything lower than twelve, you cannot consent to it. But yeah. a twelve-year-old can. Twelve, yeah, twelve to sixteen. That is disgusting. It's in Alabama. Arizona's fifteen. California's eighteen. So anything below eighteen is illegal. <laughs> well, that you know that's understandable. Uh, what does that mean for Connecticut or Colorado? Uh, Delaware sixteen. Their minimum age of consent is 18. Florida's 18. 16 is minimal. 16, 16 for Georgia is 16, 16. Hawaii, 16, 14. Idaho, 18, 18. I don't. That's it's interesting. Illinois, 17, 17. And you know what? There are some beautiful young girls out there, isn't there? It's scary. It is. It's really scary. And the, and the I go to these cheer events, and I, and I watch them, and uh, I know all their ages. But it's weird when you see like the older girls, mm-hmm. and they're 16, 17, 18. And when you see them, though, you can't tell the difference between the 16-year-old and the 18-year-old. Nowadays, it seems tough, doesn't it? Yeah, you can't. Because I watch them, and I'm like, this is crazy that you cannot tell the difference. And there's even like in some of the other divisions, where even like the 14, 15-year-olds, are, there's a hard uh, hard time telling the difference. You can tell like in certain, because they sell some of their baby fat. But the ones no, that, have, yeah. but the ones that have like lost that baby fat, they they literally look more like they're eighteen years old. It's the craziest thing in the world, and I, and which it's whatever to me. But 
I see this. I'm like, Jesus, if any other person, because there's tons of people that watch this and I don't know if they're all, you know, and I know they're not all parents. Oh, really? You don't have, you know, you go to these events, you don't have, you know, 10, 15,000 parents show up to. To watch a cheer. Why would they show up for that then? I guess. Some I guess people are, I mean, some people legitimately just think that's it's exciting. Yeah. It's exciting to them. I get that, but you know, it's just, it's, I know they're not all, I mean, plus, you know, you, you have, you know, aunts, uncles, because, you know, there are female pedophiles, obviously, so it's, you know, they could be into the young girls. Or young boys. Or young boys, but at this point, there's not too many uh, cheer boys, cheer uh, guys oh, that are cheerleaders yeah. at these things. Like I said earlier, where were these teachers, the women in particular, when I was in high school that wanted to screw younger boys? I think they were out there, there just weren't as many. Now they're like everywhere. And why Absolutely would the everywhere. boy come up forward and say this teacher had sex? I don't think any of the guys did. They just probably, she just probably got caught. Well, my sister was just telling me the school that she works at, they had a teacher uh, banging middle schoolers in his classroom and he, he just got sentenced to jail. How long? Uh, I'm not sure how long, probably for a while. Well, but he but, was, he was nailing middle schoolers in his, in the, in the classroom well, at the school she works at. The old thing that used to say 16 will get you 20. No. Well, apparently 12 will get you 20. Uh, no, because right here it says uh, 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 if you are at least 18 and the alleged victim is older than 14 but younger than 16, in this scenario, the charge is sexual misconduct with a child. If intercourse, oral, or anal sex is proven, you could be <laughs> facing... Yeah, I know. You could be facing six years in jail and ten thousand dollar fine without intercourse. Potential jail time lessens to two and a half years and ten thousand dollar fines. South Dakota, sixteen, ten. Ten. Ten before they're so victim. that Philippines thing of mine that is not the lowest. Twelve is the age of consent. There, what's their minimal before they're minimal it says age 10. for victim for the Philippines? Oh, yeah, 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 16, yeah. 16 is age of consent, 12 for age of victim. Right. That's insane. It is. That is, that's, I don't understand how they think. I mean, think about it. Could a 12-year-old be saying, yeah, come on, I want to have sex. Do they even understand what it is? Nowadays, they probably do. I mean, when did they start teaching? I think it was ninth grade or ninth, it had to be ninth grade, when finally they started doing sex education classes. Uh, and ninth grade, you're... Eighth grade was for me, but well, now I. Only but, now, but now they start giving sex education in like kindergarten. Um, I guess so. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, there's state. There's state. Hell no, I don't agree with that. You don't need to teach anything about sex, gender, anything. Why they're in? Why they're in elementary school? Hell, they probably need to. They right. They probably need to start having that conversation like when they're at seventh grade age. It's probably a good time to start having that conversation. What grade? Seventh grade age. So which is so about... you're 12 years old. So 11, 12, or 12, 13 years old. Yeah. And did you know age of consent laws are only meant to deter adults from seeking out underage sex partners? Yeah. But it doesn't work. Well, because no. they're letting have so many claws. Well, yeah, that and there's so Clauses, many... Clauses, I assume. There's so many states passing, you know, because, like, I won't give... Uh, political here but i will a little bit <laughs> but you have a very certain color blue uh a blue group you know some call them democrats uh pass all these laws to protect to protect these pedophiles From i mean what i mean look at that uh, bellagio com uh, commercial or ad that came out 
where they literally were uh, sexualizing uh, children. In the episode, they had uh, sex toys. They had like sex toys. They had like um, SMM bears and shit like that. And uh, they thought this was all fine. And there's Democrats like you know your favorite show, The View. They were defending it. <laughs> And uh, defending this and saying that... Oh, the, you're that, really in trouble now starting the, tomorrow. <laughs> that the right was uh, blowing this out of proportion. And all these celebrities that, you know, they're worried, you know, they get worried about, like, Elon Musk on Twitter for opening up free speech. But they don't give a shit about all these children being victimized. And, you know, you have one of the largest uh, high-end apparel, perfume, whatever Bellagio is. Or I think that's how you can say their name. What commercial was this? You haven't seen anything about it? What? No, what was it about? I don't know actually what it was about. I think it was like, you know, sexy uh, clothes for kids. Oh, that just irritates me. But it's like, but, you know, all these Democrats protect all these people. I mean, hell, they're still protecting all the people on Jeffrey Epstein's list. Yeah, you, that, you know they have the list of all the all the that guys seemed that seemed to have gone by the wayside, didn't it? Well, that, yeah, well, that was because you know the mainstream media, the the left, because most names on them are all liberals. Uh, yes, I agree with that. No, you got Bill well, Clinton. no, you, you had Trump, you, you, you but got, Trump was a Democrat Trump, back then. But, but Trump, I don't think Trump was ever a Democrat. I thought he was. But no, well, Trump was. From what I gather, I don't think he was ever on the flight list. The flight. He's been. Oh, they, he was over there. Oh, though. they have not at the. Not at the. Not the, at the island. Not. The, oh, he they, wasn't. I they thought he was. Met, he the only the picture that I know of that he took with Jeffrey Epstein, was a at a party, where Epstein asked him if he can take a picture because he take because all, high profile people take pictures together. So that's what you think that was Jeffrey Epstein from, wanting to take a picture with Trump. I, yeah. Oh yeah. Who was who wouldn't? Especially one. Especially one of the more successful. Uh, uh, real estate agents in New York City. Hell, I'd take a picture with Biden just so I can give it to some people around here and oh, have I, a laugh. I would. I would take a picture, put it on a bunch of toilet paper, and just fucking use it as my toilet paper. Yeah, or like the, well, <laughs> the no, uh, Christmas present wrapping paper we've seen. Oh, I want that wrapping paper. It had a picture of Biden with a Santa Claus hat on and said Easter. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you have. But you have all these. You know, you have the left. The Democrats protecting every single pedophile that comes out, especially if they're high-profile pedophiles, they protect them. I mean, the only person, the only pedophile I know of for sure that got in trouble was Prince Albert. Well, he got stripped of his. Uh... Yeah, and he didn't. I mean, granted, you know, it is, I mean, it's not. It's... Now they're calling these guys pedophiles for what reason? How old were the girls? Fifteen and younger. Fif- younger than fifteen? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know they were younger than fifteen. I thought they were fifteen, sixteen, like that. 17. No, they're fifteen and younger. Wow! 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 From what I gather, Bill Gates went there a hundred tons of times. Uh, Bill Clinton went there. I, hell, I think he was on the flight plane like fifty-seven times. <laughs> I swear, it was a ridiculous amount. So, did any of could any of this be statutory rape? All of it is. It is so. All of it's sex trafficking and. And child trafficking, and there's a lot of there's a lot of international crimes being committed. So if if it's statutory rape, it just means that one of the person is is uh what is it legally too young to consent to sex. No, so, believe me, and they, a lot of them were there. They were a lot of them were there. They were being promised uh, careers with whatever uh, right. Epstein had, and a lot of them. I mean, they all started out with simple massages, 
Right. And then it would lead to other things. But if, it, like, like I said, if, if one was too young to consent to sex, if they're 15, depending on where they're from, that's legal age to consent to sex. But, they, but it's illegal. It's like an international thing where it's illegal to uh, traffic sex. Because they were literally trafficking these girls across countries, across international waters. Against their old, old, own uh, free will? They're minors. They're minors. How can you... How? What were they doing? Promising them money? They were, giving they them were money? Promising them, they were promising them jobs. Oh, they were? Yeah. Yeah, blow jobs. That's not the type of job that they were being <laughs> promised. Well, they were promising that to the to the guys, to, yes, but right. to, for the females, these were some inspiring a- actresses, inspiring models inspiring whatever and epstein took advantage of every single one of them and he was convicted in florida and you know how many democrats came out to his came out for the the, no one came out against him on it and then as soon as he got out of jail he got an office he got an office i think in harvard he did yeah he's so he was able to work out of his office in harvard and still prey on girls oh really Mm -hmm. do you think that would be a dumb thing. I wonder, do you think he had sex or just lined it up oh, to no, where the other did. guys had sex? No, no, with he him? did. What about his girlfriend? Who was that girl? Ghislaine Maxwell. Is that what her name was? Mm-hmm. Do you uh, actually think she was the one who got who got got a lot of the girls for him? Yeah, I knew that. That's why she's sitting in jail right now. She's still, yeah. Oh yeah, she's only sitting in jail for a while. Do you think while. Epstein committed suicide? Fuck no. The Clintons killed him because, especially if uh, everything that is out there, what Bill Clinton did. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Epstein had to die. Uh, Yes, that I believe. Yeah. He had no choice but to die. To be on twenty four hour watch, and then for an hour, his camera and camera and everything and audio goes out, and he and when everything comes back on, he's hanging in his in his cell. Yeah. Come on now. (laughs) That's a little. And the the one group that had the biggest thing to lose it was the Clintons. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Probably Hillary, most likely. She was probably out there wanting to. Well, she ordered. She's ordered a lot of shit over her lifetime. Oh my God, Benghazi was her fault. Oh, Benghazi was definitely her fault. Man, she allowed a lot of people to die. Uh, yeah. Uh, how many? Uh, you know what? One American is enough. Yeah, that's true too. I agree with you on to that. To leave, to leave, to leave Americans behind is absolutely despicable. Oh, to leave, yes. If to you leave. have a way to save their life. Go save their life. Don't, you know, Biden proved how despicable it is by leaving hundreds and hundreds of Americans behind Afghanistan and allowing 14, no, 13 Marines to die because he just refused to follow a plan. He wanted to do it his way. His way got a lot of people killed. Got a lot of people stranded. Yeah, it did. Oh, yeah, it did too. Yeah. And he's, I mean, he's incompetent. He's an absolute, absolute moron. And here's the thing. He's only probably run at 80-something years old. And he's going to get a shit ton of votes because Democrats and the American public are just stupid. Do you think he'll get in again? I don't know. Honestly, I really don't know. I mean, I don't know what the Democratic Party is anymore. And they could go one way or the other. But it all depends. And Honestly, I don't even know what the Republicans are going to do. I really don't. I want to see DeSantis, but it's going to be Trump. It's going to be. It's going to be. I don't. I honestly, I don't want to see Trump in it again. And I, I don't either. I don't. I just don't. I think he just put a sour taste in my mouth the way he acted or what he said and stuff like that. That's the thing with Trump. If he just shuts up, 
If he would, if it's too late now, he's never gonna shut up. But if he, if he, if all he does is shut up and stop talking shit about everyone, even he talks shit about people in his own party. Yeah, I know that's like, the stupid thing. And, and you, know, Jesus. And you know he's intimidated by uh, DeSantis because he's he's made up a nickname for him. What do you call him? Uh, De Sanctimonious. Oh, yeah, he needs to shut up. And, he needs uh, to just be quiet. And he's like, I've made DeSantis. I did this. No, you might have got him. He didn't make he got, him. He, he helped him get elected, yeah, in Florida. But then DeSantis turned, DeSantis, Trump didn't turn Florida into, from a purple state to a red state. DeSantis turned Florida into a, from a purple state to a red state. What's purple? The purple, purple, is a, purple is a mixture of red and blue. Where literally it could go either way. It's what was oh. it's pretty much what swing states are. Well, the state now with Herschel Walker, where was that? Where he was running? Oh, Alabama. It's too late. Or we Georgia. Lost. We Georgia. were lost now. Yeah. Well, that was a Herschel Walker was a horrible candidate. He was. I thought that too. Exactly. He was a horrible candidate. He, he was accused he, of what beating his woman. It's not even that. He couldn't. He was terrible at speaking. And, uh, not just speaking. He 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 was such a flip flopper on issues, and he couldn't. He wasn't very well educated in the issues that he supported or were against. I mean, it's one thing if you if you're if you're unsure, but he was so hardcore about every single thing. And then he thought the one thing that was going to help him is he would go 100% into the God side and be this holy holy man. He tried I don't remember. Oh, he tried his hardest. Oh man. He tried to yeah. every interview I saw him it was praise Jesus that my God this pray you're a politician. Okay, it's all right if you want to do that. Well, yeah, but I don't think they need, should use religion as need, a means. You need to focus on what Georgia wanted. Yeah, right. I and think. You, then at that point, you're running for United States Senator. Focus on Georgia, but you also got to focus on the United States. Like mm-hmm. he was just he like his support on his national issues were were crazy. But the Republicans, they're stupid. They're very stupid because they don't know how to find the right candidates. Like the one thing I'll give Democrats to, they know how to win elections. They might cheat at them, but they know how to win elections. They know how to get the ballot bu- ballot boxes stu- uh, stuffed. The, the Republicans need to figure that out. They do because we have not got anybody. Trump was probably the best one we've had in a long time. But he was a nutbag. He was very much a nutbag. I, I mean, that's what made him a great world leader because nobody would fuck with Trump. They didn't seem like they would even. Well, hell no, because you didn't know what he was going to do or what he was going to say. Yeah, and if you, you know. said something, then like, he was not afraid to call you out. Yeah, that's exactly I mean, the right. one thing that, you know, when you go into, you go to UN and literally call out our adversaries <laughs> to their face on, on a speech in front of everyone, that takes some balls. And you know what they did, though? They, they, they forced our adversaries to tuck their tails and run. Nobody was fucking with us while Trump was in charge. And now ISIS was pretty much eliminated because when they wouldn't, they wouldn't run them out. Trump literally said, "I will literally change the landscape of the Middle East." And he dropped the mother of all bombs. It's called the mother of all bombs. <laughs> took out an entire mountain range that ISIS was on. Literally took out the entire mountain range. I don't remember that. Oh, you know, <laughs> I remember watching it and watching the uh, footage of it. It was insane. And believe me, ISIS backed the fuck up. And now look at them. They're back at it. Oh, yeah, because they're not afraid of Biden. Yeah, Biden ain't. Look, I mean, Biden has created so much chaos in the world, which I believe was all done on purpose. World peace doesn't, what world peace does, it doesn't allow the, the power-hungry, corrupted people to contain their power. 
Say that again. When there's chaos, the corrupted leaders can hold on to their power and actually expand their power. Oh, sure, sure. When there's peace, they can't do that because you can see it. Yeah. It's very clear that what's going on. So that's why, you know, like, you know, you have the corrupt, crazy leader in Russia. He didn't do shit under Trump. He knew. Yeah, he, right. He knew better. You didn't see Ukraine pulling their fucking pussy-ass bullshit by, uh, Russia did this to us. Russia did this to you, even though they were probably the ones who did it to get to get the United States. Like, we need billions more dollars. Oh, my God. How many? What is it today? And I think we're probably over a trillion dollars given to them. Oh, my God. And you know what's funny is you don't hear about that war because, too much anymore, do you? Who gives a shit about it? Oh, my. Oh, that's probably true because we should not be over there. You know that. It's not even that. We should We should definitely not be financing Oh, it. financing, not we over there. We have no benefit of financing that. There's no benefit. But even though that there's a lot of corruption there, it's so very corrupt. And it's obviously Zelensky's very corrupt. $54 billion. That's a lot of fucking money. That's a lot of fucking money. Especially when like Russia's entire military budget is like $26 billion. And to think about the people over here that we need, that need aid or need uh, uh, vets and all that well, other Well, just people. the fact that our inflation's through the fucking roof and, yeah. no, and it's, we're not seeing any relief on that. And, Biden, and Biden's de- denying more and more... Uh, um, oil refineries from being from opening up and more and not allowing any more drilling, so our gas prices are never ever going to get better. Oh, it's so ridiculous. So it's to break down the fifty-four billion. It says weapons and other supplies twelve point five billion, economic support nine point four billion, military deployments and intelligence nine billion. Food assistance, healthcare, and others, seven billion, and it just goes on like that. Military and security assistance, six billion. So why would that not be U.S. military deployments and intelligence? Why wouldn't that be the same as military and security? It would all fall under the same thing. Probably because you have some a part that goes to the U.S. military, and probably another part that goes to foreign, to probably the NATO. Enforcing sanctions, point three billion. Zero point three billion. Oh, so. That doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. Because, oh, I... That, the $0.3 billion is probably where Zelensky, was that his name? Yeah. He probably got that point. That's where the employees. I bet you all that's in his phone. Oh, God, budget. yeah, you know that. Anyway. For a guy, for a guy that said he had uh, Russian assassins after him doing Vogue photo shoots on fucking <laughs> yeah. the beach of Ukraine. Strike a pose. What a off. <laughs> so now, anyway, on to the next topic at hand. I it's, know everyone's interested. I... I they want to do. They want. They want us to do some real crime. Yeah, uh, there's somebody here that said. I, know, I said, "What do you want us to talk about?" And this person, she said, "True crime." Yeah, I know a few other people. I know one other person that definitely wants to hear something about true crime. So now, true crime is is either podcast. There's podcast true crime, well, yeah, and there's but, something on TV called it, true crime. Yeah, those are shows, but true crime is literal true crime. No, I, I get that, but I thought it was just the name of a show too. No. Because well, I mean, I'm sure it's probably where the, they now thought of it. Do um, true crime really? And it's basically well, mostly we women. I have a, I have a, well, are you surprised that there's mostly women when it comes to some of these crazy killers? It says, yeah, think it says who well, their ru- favorite shows are about killers. Yeah, and it's, <laughs> it says who runs the world? Multi-billion-dollar corporations, big farm, and. Uh, Women serial killers, and then but who kills the best? Girls. I believe it because they they literally <laughs> methodically watch how to do it, 
do you think that uh, them watching that somehow they have a secret fetish of wanting to kill somebody? I bet they do. I'm going to be a little scared of this person that comes into work next time. It makes me a little weary about most women. <laughs> most women, yeah. I mean, because most, almost every female you talk to, oh, I watched, you know, um, I can't even think, you know, Dahmer. Women, women serial killers. Oh, that Dahmer one. I watched the entire series of that on Netflix. I couldn't, I couldn't watch it. I just, I, it was just too, why sensationalize the guy or whatever? They didn't sensationalize him, don't get me wrong. Well, they made a, they made a TV series about him, so they sensationalized him. Why, though? Have but, you ever seen, like, the, was it the Ted Bundy tapes? I watch those a little bit of it, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I like them. But, I'm not obsessed, but I do like watch them. I do watch them. Or women that it was. I think one's called Women That Kill. Yeah, what is it with you um, women that like? Yeah, to I'm know curious. About murder? I'm curious too. What is I mean, the I know us men put you over the edge and you just want to kill us half the time. But come on, yeah, don't. just think it though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're not asking you to. I mean, if they're beating you and they're to, doing this, yeah, cut their nuts oh, off cut and, their, yeah. and bury their asses. If they hit. No, I, I'll but someone this, like us, you know, if they're gonna hit you, yeah, just get away from them and cut, like you said, cut their nuts off and say, "Here, stuff them in their mouth." Do Lorena Bobbitt on her? Ass. Yeah, well, he got his sewed back on, and then he did a porn. What? Yeah, he had it sewed back on. Who found it? I don't remember. But I she threw it out the it. window. It's <laughs> <That is> hilarious. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that is funny. It is. <laughs> but they found it, sewed it back on, and he did a porn. The, but you women, I want you to. We got a website, right? Yeah, we the Bended Bottle Podcast the, website, the Bended or Facebook. Bo- we have, well, we have a website, the Bended Bottle Podcast dot com. I want you women to go on that and explain to me what it is about killing that just so intrigues you. And the one that I'm more intrigued with is the one that works here. That, well, she's so young. Yeah, she's yeah. So she's already obsessed with it. She's probably got a gun in her back pocket. No <laughs> <A> gun in her. <laughs> I don't think that's how most of them. I don't think most of them. That's how they kill, though. No, you know that's right. They don't go like I the men to shoot, and they just go. I think a lot of it is by poison. I think a lot of it is with a knife. Because most of it, yeah, oh, man. they're more passionate about it. They are more passionate about that. Do you have any stories for them out there for true crime? Well, I have one. It's gonna. It's kind of a long one. That's right. I'm listening. But uh, it's it's interesting. It's about Catherine Knight. It's Catherine Mary Knight, born October 24th, 1955, is is an Australian murderer and the first woman in the country's history to be sentenced to life imprisonment without parole. She was convicted for the murder of her partner, John Charles Thomas Price, in February 2000 and is currently imprisoned at the Silverwater Women's Correctional Center in South Wales. Wales? Yeah. All right. So, I'm going to give you a little bit of a backstory of her. All right. All right. Catherine Knight was born and raised in an unconventional and dysfunctional family environment. Her mother, Barbara Rugan, knee Thorley, had been married to Jack Rogan and lived with him in the small town of Aberdeen in South Wales, Hunter Valley. Knight's parents had four sons before Barbara began an adulterous relationship with Ken Knight a friend and co-worker of her then-husband. Local backlash forced Barbara and Ken to move to Mori. None of her four sons went with her. The two eldest sons continued to reside with their father, and two younger sons were sent to be raised by an aunt in Sydney. Barbara had four additional children with Ken, including twin girls born in 1955 in Tenerfield. 
Catherine was one of these twin daughters. In 1959, when Knight was four, Jack Ron- Rogan uh, died, and his two older boys, who had been living with him, moved in with Barbara and Ken. Ken Knight was a violent alcoholic who raped Barbara up to ten times per day. Who was that? Was that the brother? Or was that the dad? That was Ken Knight. I thought was the Barbara's dad. Uh, boyfriend. Oh, well, I thought, oh, okay, okay, go on. Barbara, in turn, often told her daughters intimate details of her sex life and how often, how much she hated sex and men. Later, when Catherine complained to her mother that one of her partners wanted her to take part in a sex act she not she did not want to perform, Barbara told her to put up with it and stop complaining. Her mother yeah. wanted her to have sex with her and her boyfriend. No, with a... Uh, no, it was someone. Oh, one of her mother's partners. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. One of her partners. Yeah, one. Yeah, one of her several partners. Which you know, hey, that'll drive you to kill. But uh, Catherine claims she was frequently sexually assaulted by several members of her family, though not by her father, which continued till she was aged eleven. Jesus. So her family was doing it too. Yeah, she was just getting it's raped insane. all over. This is like what we were just talking about with. Uh, age of consent. Although there are doubts about the details, psychiatrists accept her claims and the events have been largely confirmed by other members of the family. Barbara's great-grandmother was an indigenous Australian from Maori area who had been married who had married an Irishman. Barbara was proud of the fact and identified as Aboriginal. This was kept a family secret as there was considerable racism in the area at the time and Barbara's descent was a source of tension for the children. Apart from her twin sister, the only person whom Catherine was close to was her uncle, Oscar Knight, a champion horseman. She was devastated when he committed suicide in 1969 and continues to maintain that his ghost visits, visits her. The family moved back to Aberdeen the same year. When she attended uh, Muswell Brook High School, Catherine became a loner and is remembered by classmates as a bully who stood over smaller children. She assaulted at least one boy at school with a weapon and, and was once injured by a teacher who was subsequently found to have acted in self-defense. By contrast, when not in rage, when not in rage, Knight was a model student often earned awards for her good behavior. Upon leaving school at 15 without having learned to read or write, she gained employment as a cutter with clothing factory. Twelve months later, she left to start what she referred to as her dream job, cutting up awful a local abattoir. I have no idea what either one of those are. <laughs> <laughs> Say that again. What is it? Awful. O-F-F-A-L. Yeah, that's awful. At a awful. I'm assuming it's not awful. Okay. At a local abattoir. A-B-A-T-T-O-I-R. There was quickly promoted to uh, boning and was given her own set of butcher knives. Oh, it's a slaughterhouse. Oh, well, that makes sense. Why didn't they just say fucking slaughterhouse? <laughs> Ab... At tour. Oh, that's cool. All right. Well, she was quickly promoted to boning and was given her own set of butcher's knives. At home, the knives were hung over her bed. So as Knight said. Over her bed. Yes. So as Knight said that they would always be handy if I needed them. A habit she, <laughs> a habit she continued until her incarceration everywhere she lived. All right. Now this is her marriage to David Collette. Uh, Catherine Knight w- first met co-worker David Stanford Collette in 1973. Collette engaged in heavy drinking, 
which stemmed from two traumatic incidents from his previous railway job in Coffs Harbor. First, when his best friend was killed in front of him in a shunting accident, and later he... A what? A shunting accident. What is shunting? S-H-U-N-T-I-N-G. I have no idea. Uh, spell that again. S-H-U... S-H-U... N-T... N-T... I-N-G. Shunting. I... Shunting definition. I am the guy who gives out the definitions. I know this stuff. I got to think about it in my mouth. Uh, we my, learn a lot of new words on this. Podcast. Yes, we do. To push or pull. Oh, so he was he, from he, the main line to a side. Uh, it doesn't make any sense. It says push, push or shove someone or something. Chairs were so being he must shunted. Been, he must have been pushed on, pushed into in something. In a shunting accident, you yeah. said, or a pushing accident. And later, when he rescued, when he rescued injured uh, occupants of a school bus in Kempsey, which had been struck by a train, killing six children, he eventually lost his job due to d- deteriorating behavior and performance. But he soon got work at a nearby Aberdeen butcher shop, uh, and became close friends with the with Knight's brothers. Often, if Clyde got into a fight. Knight would step in and back him up with her fists. In Aberdeen, she was well known for physically threatening anyone who upset her. Knight married Colette in 1974. At her request, with a couple arriving at the service on her motorcycle, which is very with a very intoxicated Colette on the pillin. It could be an electrical uh, thing too. Oh, as soon as they arrived, Knight's mother Barbara gave Colette some advice. Oh man. <laughs> the one who wanted her to have sex with, with her. all of her partners. Yeah. All right. Here's her mother's advice. This is interesting. The old girl, Knight's mother said to me to watch out. You better watch this one and she'll fucking kill you. Stir her up the wrong way or do some or do the wrong thing. You're fucked. Don't ever think of playing up on her or cheating on her. She'll fucking kill you. And that was her mother talking. She told me she's got something to lose. She got a screw loose somewhere. <laughs> what the hell? Well, mothers do know. On their wedding night, Knight tried to strangle Colette. She later explained it was because he fell asleep after only having intercourse three times. <laughs> Say sh- that again? On their wedding night, Knight strang- tried to strangle Colette. She later explained it was because he fell asleep after only having intercourse three times. <laughs> Jesus. Honey, I'm tired. Get the crane. I want it up again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the marriage proved particularly violent, and on one occasion, a heavily pregnant knight burnt all of Colette's clothing and shoes before hitting, hitting him across the back of the head with a frying pan simply because he had arrived home late from, from a darts competition <laughs> after reaching the finals. In fear for his life, Colette well, fled... Well, at least he reached the finals. I mean, yeah, we got hit in the fucking frying pan. <laughs> I don't know if the finals was worth it. In fear for his life, Colette fled before collapsing in the neighbor's house and was treated for a severely fractured skull. She fractured his skull. Jesus, how hard did she hit him? This chick is tough. Yeah, this is insane. All right. <laughs> I'm losing my... Tr- uh, and... And, uh... But... Police wanted to charge Knight, but she changed her behavior to... Her behavior? Yeah, and uh, she talked him out of dropping the charges. In May 1976, shortly after the birth of their first child... Melissa this guy and, stayed with her. Well, yeah, he's probably... Yeah, dumbass. After she tried to choke him for not having sex four times or more. 
Well, only having sex for three times. Three times. And, and then, for coming home late after <laughs> winning, after going further in a Honey, I made the finals. Bam! <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. Exactly. All right. In 1970. Sorry, I'll try harder next time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. In May 1976, shortly after the birth of their first child, Melissa Ann, uh, Colette left night for another woman. <laughs> Hold on. What? Did I read that? Oh, Colette. Okay. That makes more sense. Colette left night for another woman and moved to Queensland. Apparently unable to cope with the abuse, abuse, the next day Knight was seen pushing now, her. Now that's him who couldn't uh, take the abuse. Yeah, exactly. Okay. The next day Knight was seen pushing her new baby in a prom, pram down the main street, violently throwing the pram from side to side. I'm assuming that it's a stroller. She was admitted to St. Elmo's Hospital in, Tam- in Tamworth. Where she was diagnosed with uh, postnatal depression, I don't think that was I don't think that was the correct thing to be that they diagnosed her with. They probably needed to diagnose her as a psychopath. Yeah, and postpartum s- depression. This is postnatal. Well, same same is, thing. I I, I'm, I don't know if it is actually. I have no clue, but and then spent several weeks in recovery after being released. Knight placed two-month-old Melissa on a railway line shortly before a train was due. She then stole an axe and went. <laughs> Into town and threatened to kill several people. An unsheltered man, uh, known to in the district as Old Ted, was who was foraging near the railway, f- uh, found and rescued Melissa. By all accounts, only minutes before the train passed, Knight was arrested and again taken to St. Elmo's Hospital. But apparently, she recovered and signed herself out of the fo- out the following day. Jesus. A few days later, Knight slashed the face of a woman with one of her knives and demanded she drive her to Queensland to find Colette. The the woman escaped after they stopped at a uh, service station. But by the time the police arrived, Knight had taken a young boy hostage and was threatening him with a knife. She was disarmed when the police attacked her with with brooms. What? And was admitted to the Morset Psychiatric Hospital. They finally bring her to a psychiatric hospital. Knight told the nurse she had intended to kill the mechanic at the service station because he had repaired Colette's car, which had allowed him to leave. And then he then killed both her husband and his mother when she arrived in Queensland. When, a, when police informed Colette of the incident, he left his girlfriend and moved to Aberdeen with his mother to support Knight. What? This guy, <laughs> this guy was crazily stupid, too. That's, all right. Holy Jesus. God. Knight was released on uh, August 9, 1976, into the care of his, of her mother-in-law, and along with Colette, moved to with along with Colette, and then moved to Icebitch, Icebitch, oh Jesus, a city west of Brisbane. And I really wish I knew how to pronounce words. <laughs> <laughs> Where he obtained the job at the Denmore Meatworks on uh, March 6th. I bet he was hoping his meatworks again oh after three God. times is all he could do. Three times? How the half the shit that she did to him? I'm surprised anything worked. <laughs> Apparently not as... She must have fractured his skull so bad that he stupidly went back to her. He Yeah, he did stupidly go back to her. All right, yes. so on March uh, 9, 1980... They had another daughter, Natasha Marie. They he went back to a, her and, and had, had another, another kid. And in 1984, Knight left Colette. <laughs> of course she left him. It only goes and, to prove that these women got you under their skin. And he, she left Colette and moved. First to her parents' house in Aberdeen, 
and then to a rented house in nearby Muswellbrook. Although she returned to work at the butcher shop, she, she injured her back the following year and went on disability pension. Since she no longer needed a rent to rent accommodation close to her work, the government gave her a housing commission residence in Aberdeen. That's okay. So now we're on the David Saunders. Man, this, what? This, Where did he come in at? This is her new. She has a few. She has a, a couple of people before she finally gets to John Price. <laughs> did, they, did she kill the other ones? Are the other no, ones still alive? Just, yeah, she just left them. She left them? She left uh, Colette. All right, so we got David Saunders. Night met 38-year-old uh, minor, David Saunders in 1986. Minor? Minor. Minor no, is a job? A, he's a minor, yeah, like a coal miner. Okay. And I'm not sure if it was coal, but it just says minor. Um, a few months later, he moved in with her and her daughters, although he kept his old apartment in Scone. Knight soon became jealous regarding what he did when she was not around and, and would often throw him out. What did he, he do, does it say? It doesn't say what he did, at least not yet. He would move back to his apartment where she would uh, invariably follow and beg him to return. In May 1987, she cut the throat of his two-month-old dingo pup in front of him. Jesus. Wow. For no, for no more reason Maybe than... the dingo ate your baby. Oh, for no more reason than, as an example, what would happen if he ever had an affair. That's what she did to the, prove to him? What I mean, she the, would do if he ever had an affair. Holy balls. Before going on to knock him unconscious with a frying pan. Her and these fucking frying pans. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> In June 1988, she gave birth to a third daughter, Sarah, which prompted Saunders to put a deposit on a house. He got her pregnant? And then put a deposit on a house for her? Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, for both of them. Knight, well, paid, Knight paid off the deposit when her workers' compensation came through, compensation came through in 1989. Knight decorated the house throughout. Wait a minute. Back up. What does she on workmen's compensation? Compa- she heard her back. Oh, and that paid the house off? Yeah. Or did she just threaten the compensation people? And no, I think it's just... It's did she take another dingo to them and cut the throat in front of them and say, I would not I want more money? <laughs> would not doubt it. All right. Uh, Knight decorated the house throughout with animal skins, skulls, horns, rusty animal traps, leather jackets, old boots, machetes, rakes, pitchforks. No space, including the ceiling, was left uncovered. Jesus. She's wow. Like, she's got a, a nice uh, way to decorate. All right. After an argument in which she hit Saunders in the face with an iron before stabbing him in the abdomen with a pair of scissors he moved back to scone (laughs) do you think huh but when he later returned home to Aberdeen he found he went back yeah of course I probably I think go get his shit he later returned to home to Aberdeen he found his he had she had cut up all his clothes Saunders (laughs) took a long service leave and went into hiding Knight tried to find him, but no one admitted to knowing where his whereabouts. Several months later, Saunders returned to see his daughter and found Knight had gone to the police and John justly told them she was afraid of him. They issued her an apprehended violence order, AVO, against him. She was afraid of him. She Just because she wanted to, apparently. Her. She wanted to find him, that's why. All right, hold on. Now it's John Chillingsworth. John Chillingsworth. This seems like to be the shortest one of them all. In 1991, Knight became pregnant by a 43-year-old uh, former uh, butcher co-worker, John Chillingworth, and gave birth the following year to a boy named Eric. Their relationship lasted three years before she left him for a man she had been having an affair with 
uh, for some time. John, she was having the affair with John Price, John Charles Price. April fourth, nineteen. He was born April fourth, nineteen fifty-five. Died March March first, two thousand. From a frying pan. Just accident. wait. <laughs> Just wait. Wait till you hear what she does. Was the father of three children when Knight began an affair with him. Uh, reputedly a terrific bloke, liked by everyone who knew him. His own marriage had ended in 1988. While his two-year-old daughter had remained with his former wife, the two older children lived with him. Price was well aware of Knight's violent reputation as she moved into his house in 1995. His children liked her. He was making a lot of money working in the local mines, and apart from violent arguments, at first, life was a bunch of roses. <laughs> I bet it was. In 1998, Knight and Price fought over his refusal to marry her. In retaliation, she videotaped items he had allegedly stolen from work and sent the tape to his boss. Although, although the items were out-of-date medical kits that he had scavenged from the company's rubbish uh, tip, Price was fired from the job he had held for 17 years. Oh! That same day, he kicked her out, and she returned to her own home while news of what had uh, done spread throughout town. A few months later, Price restarted the relationship. Although he now refused to allow her to move in with him, the fighting became even more frequent, and most of his friends would no longer have anything to do with him while they remained together. The murder of John Price. In oh, this is the guy she killed. Yeah. In February 2000, a series of assaults on Price... Uh, accumulated with Knight stabbing him in the chest. Finally fed up, he kicked her out of the house. <laughs> it takes me, oh Jesus. After he pulled the knife out of his chest, get out. Yeah, I'm done with you. On, uh, on February 29th, he st- uh, stopped at the Scone Magistrate Court on his way to work and took out a restraining order in an attempt to keep her away from both himself and his children. That afternoon, Price told his co- uh, co-workers that if he did not come to work the next day, it would be because Knight had murdered him. Despite, he said that? Yeah. Despite their pleas that Price should not return home, he stated that he was afraid Knight would kill his children if he did not. Price arrived home to find that Knight, although not there herself, had sent the children away for a sleepover at a friend's house. He then spent the evening with his neighbors before returning home and going to bed <laughs> at, at 11 p.m. Well, that was his first mistake. Earlier that day, Knight had bought new black lingerie and had videotaped all her children while making comments in which she, since she's been in... I want to see a picture of this lady if she bought lingerie. She must have thought she was good looking. While making comments which had been interpreted as a crude will. She later arrived at Price's house while she was sleeping and sat watching television for a few minutes before having a shower. She then woke Price and they had sex, after which he fell asleep. At 6 a.m. the next day, a neighbor became concerned that Price's car was still in the driveway. And when he did not arrive at work, his employer sent a co-worker to see what was wrong. Both the neighbor and the worker uh, tried knocking the Price's bedroom window to wake him. But they alerted police after noticing blood on the front door. Breaking down the door, police found Price's body with night comato- uh, comatose from taking a large number of pills. She, was, she had stabbed Price with a butcher's knife. While he was asleep, while he was sleeping, according to blood evidence, he woke. He awoke and tried to turn the lights on before attempting to escape. While night chased him through the house, <laughs> he managed to open the front door and get outside. But he either stumbled back inside or was dragged back into the hallway, where he finally died after bleeding out. 
Later Knight went to into Aberdeen and withdrew $1,000 from Price's account at the ATM. Price's autopsy revealed that he had been stabbed at least 37 times in the, both in front and the back of the body, with many of the wounds extending to, into vital organs. Several hours after Price had died, Knight skinned him and oh. hung the skin from a meat hook on the, the uh, architrave of the door into the lounge. She then decapitated Price and cooked parts of his body, serving up the meat with baked potatoes, pumpkin, beetroot, zucchini, cabbage, yellow squash, and gravy in two settings. Well, you always need gravy. In two settings at the dinner table, along with notes beside each plate, each having the name of one of Price's children on it. She was preparing to serve his body parts to his children. A third meal was thrown on the back lawn for unknown reasons, and it's speculated that Knight had attempted to eat it, but could not. This has been put forward in support of her claim that she has no memory of the crime. Price's head was found in a pot with vegetables. The pot was still warm, estimated to be between 40 and 50 degrees Celsius, or 104 to 122 degrees Fahrenheit, indicating that the cooking had taken place in the early morning. Sometimes, sometime later, Knight arranged the body with the left arm draped over the empty... Uh, soft drink bottle with legs crossed. This what? is this had this was claimed in the court to be an act of uh, defilement, demonstrating Knight's contempt for Price. Knight had left a handwritten note on top of the photograph of Price, bloodstained and covered with small pieces of flesh. It read, "Time you got back, uh, Jonathan, for raping my do- uh, daughter. You too, Beck, for Ross, for Little John." Now play with little John's dick, John's John Price. This the accusation, the accusations in the note were found to be groundless. The trial. Knight's initial offer to plead guilty to manslaughter was rejected, and she was arraigned on March second, nineteen or two thousand one, on the charge of murdering Price. To which that was two thousand one. Yeah, to which she entered a plea of not guilty. Her trial was initially fixed for July twenty third, two thousand one. But it was adjourned to to her counsel's illness and was refixed for October 15, 2001. When the trial commenced, Justice Barry O'Keefe offered the 60 jurors prospects uh, the option of being ex- excused d- due to the nature of the photographic evidence, which five uh, accepted. 60 jurors? Holy crap. That's how many they, they said? Yeah. Oh, jury prospects. Five of them accepted it uh, to be excused because of the... Okay, I get it. When the witness list was read out to the prospects, several more also dropped out after which the jury was uh, impaneled. Knight's attorneys then spoke to the judge who adjourned to the following day. The next morning, Knight changed her plea to guilty and the jury was dismissed. It was then made public that Justice O'Keefe had been advised of the plea change the day before. He had adjourned the trial then. Ordered a psychiatric assessment overnight to determine if Knight understood the consequences of a guilty plea and was fit to make such a plea. Knight's legal team had planned to defend Knight by claiming amnesia and disassociation. A claim supported supported by psychiatrists although they did consider her sane. Two psychiatrists concluded that Knight suffered from borderline personality disorder. No. Uh, I'm not sure if it was really borderline. (laughs) No reason has ever been given for the guilty plea 
And despite giving it, giving it, Knight still refused to accept accept responsibility for her actions. At the sentencing hearing, Knight's lawyers requested that she be excused to avoid hearing some of the facts, but the application was re- application was refused. When Timothy Lyons took the stand and described the skinning and decapitation, Knight became hysterical and had to be sedated. They sedated her? <laughs> Jesus. On November 8th, Justice O'Keefe pointed out that the nature of the crime and Knight's lack of remorse required a severe penalty. He sentenced her to life imprisonment, refused to fix a non-parole uh, period, and ordered that her papers be marked never to be released. The first time that has been imposed on a woman in Australian history. In June 2006, Knight appealed the life sentence, claiming that the penalty of life in prison without the possibility of parole was too severe for killing. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Justice Peter uh, McClellan, Michael Adams, and Megan Latham dismissed the appeal in the South Wales Court of Criminal, uh, Criminal Appeal in September, with Justice McClellan writing in his judgment, this was an appalling crime, almost beyond... Uh, contemplation of civilized society and that is Catherine Knight she is currently 62 and she is serving that life sentence in Silverwater Woman's Correctional Center that's crazy isn't it they wanted to give her they gave I I don't know if they gave it to her but they wanted to give her life without parole without the chance they didn't have the death penalty there huh what yeah what town what is this Australia Australia that's right yeah, they need. Oh my god! Of all the people that deserve it, she definitely deserves it. That's crazy. Skinned him. Yeah, and was getting ready to serve him up to his own children. Yeah, with potato. Hey, potatoes. Hey, she was. I mean, fixing the, a meal. The mix, the mix of it sounded good. It does. <laughs> but the Here, here's here's some meat, potatoes. You know, gravy. Got to have the gravy. It seemed a little warm though. Baked potatoes. Degrees. Yeah. Well, th- that was the head. That one was on the uh, plate at the table. No, that was still was. Oh yeah, true. Oh, yellow squash, man, and cabbage. She did pretty good. I know. Beetroot. What she was doing. I don't know what beetroot tastes like. I don't either, but hey, you got to throw some beetroot in there. What the hell? You might as well. But that was was crazy. Yeah. It says the skin of John Price hung on the meat hook in the doorway between the kitchen and the home. She skinned him. (laughs) Jesus. And this is what you women like to hear. They like to hear. They like to watch. Yeah. <laughs> you just want to see us men in pain, I think. Pain? That's a lot of pain. I, w- I wonder, though, if... I know she stayed him, what, what they say, 37 times. I wonder if he was actually dead when she did that to him. Well, I think 37 stab wounds would probably maybe kill you. I don't know. You'd have to hit a vital organ. I mean, they said that vital organs were hit, but isn't that, I'm wondering if he died right away. Was he still alive when she skinned him? Yeah, that's a good point because you know, yeah, he could have been you know, was he bleeding still, out. Or and was he still alive when she decapitated him? I don't know what happened first—the the decapitation or the skinning. Uh, how do you, God? Just think if you're even halfway dying and you're just God. Somebody's cutting your head off. You're going, what is going on he here? Knows just with a butcher knife, <laughs> yeah. going, and she's probably going. I knew I should have sharpened these things. Yeah, Man, exactly. <laughs> you know, it sounds like the yeah, because it'd be like different. It was the guillotine? It's just one fell swoop and it's done. These things are dull. I knew it. But that's insane. That's the craziest. That's one of the. We're gonna have to pick. We're gonna have to find one every single episode. But that's interesting. That is. That is interesting. And and I'd like to thank the. I won't say her name, but for talking asking me to talk about us yeah in the to pers- talk about uh true crimes and the person that i talked to to basically give me an idea of what she would like to hear and 
she said cannibalism and I don't think she obviously she must have tried it but the one that asked you to talk about is into cannibalism not into cannibalism but is intrigued by <laughs> cannibalism I hope she's not into cannibalism they'd be crazy I mean she's getting ready to prepare me for dinner <laughs> they'd be nuts but no that was a but no that was a good uh that was a good was recommendation. Yes, it was. It is, and I, we could, yeah, we could talk about that more. I mean, I'm definitely going to talk to this person when I see this person again and say, "Hey, you know, that's cool." <laughs> no, I, I, yeah, no, that was good. I mean, I get why it's interesting. It, it is was, that read. That was but a good read. Man, these people out there that are just freaking crazy. This lady. Her, how many guys did she see? And she and went abused through, every one of them. I know, and those are just like those are just like the high point ones. The you high know, point, yeah. I mean, how many more does she do that to? Wow, 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 wow. I mean, wow, granted, wow. granted, she obviously it weighs out and lived a very traumatic life, but <laughs> she was obviously well, passed, she was passed around from a very young it, age. It started when her mother, when she didn't want to do that sex act, she didn't like it. Her mother I said, it "Just put up she, with it." She was being abused. Oh yeah, she was being she abused was being, by she, her family. And she was being abused, abused by her all of her mom's uh, lovers or or hookups, and oh. she was being in, what, she was being abused all the way to eleven when uh, when something happened at age eleven. It's it's just. Yeah, it's it's and that's just one of them. There's we'll we'll have more for you out there. No, that's crazy. Trust me, it's absolutely will. crazy. And if you have a recommendation for anyone for us to look into, I mean, definitely let us know. That's insane. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah. Anybody have any recommendations for us at all? That is very cool stuff that we just looked up. And you know, I wonder Joe Biden's into that man. You are making so much racket. What are you doing? Well, I, my, fix my that later. Oh, sorry. That's all I hear is. Are you doing? He's that? got sensitive ears. He needs a safe space. Well, Damn. I'm pretty sure that the people don't want to hear you messing around with your mic oh, over there. I got a lot of reviews on eating nuts on the phone microphone. And not good reviews. <laughs> <laughs> not good ones at all. Oh Lord, have mercy! No, that was very good. We any more recommendations? Anything you want to talk about? Hey, let us let us hear it. That's cool. I think. You know, that's just something. Now, was there something else I wanted to talk about? I don't. Uh, there's always something you want to talk I about. I did, but I can't remember what it was now. Well, I, I, the first thing was them decisions, because that's a very interesting one. Well, yeah, the decisions, age of consent. Age of consent, yes. Yeah, and then... True crimes. It, it all kind of... It, it's really weird. It's all that tied into this, into, this, uh, into this crazy lady. She... Made a lot of bad decisions. She, she was a, she was abused. She did not consent to the sex. There was a lot. There was a lot of things she did not consent to. There was a lot of, there was obviously a lot of sexual. Abuse Mommy, going I don't want to do this. Hey, suck it up, suck Buttercup. It up. Yeah, I can't believe her mom would tell her that. <laughs> Just well, it's like the but no, but like we were talking about the age of consent. That right there is the mom's giving consent. Well, the mom is and making her do it. it. You know, passing the children around. That's crazy. That's absolutely insane. I, I don't know how I. I I don't know how parents do that. I don't either, actually. I don't. I don't see how they could do it. I don't. I. I it's disgusting to think about it. I mean, but what drive? But what, what's the drive? Is it because the like like the, in this case is the mom just don't want to lose that person that's screwing her? So because yeah, it, I, I I believe that's what it is. So to yeah, a degree. Yeah, you can you know you, you can screw my daughter, my eight year old yeah. daughter. Yeah, here take her. I mean. Eight years old. She's pretty hot, isn't she? Oh God, people. People like that need to just be shot right then and there. Forget, dude. What is it? Due diligence. Do your just. 
What? Trial by law, you know, all that legal stuff. So you're, you're, you're. Well, you're I mean, you still a, need, you still need to have a no, fair you trial. Don't. No, because if what you if you're, are, if you well, are, it's just like the Salem witch trials. If it's, if it's, it has to be proven true. You got to be proven guilty, innocent. Because how many, because how many people have been uh, accused of rape and didn't actually do Every anything? Every person in prison is innocent. Okay, they, they're in prison. They were already convicted. But these they're are innocent. People, but these are the people that haven't been convicted. They're just being accused. There still has to be a fair trial to make sure they actually did what they're being accused of. I mean, a pedophile. Okay, if someone had sex with a, if a with a child, and there's a proof. Yeah, they should be executed. Just right but then if and there's, there. But if there's no proof and it's just an accusation, they should have their fair. They should still have a trial. Everyone needs to have a trial. They need to have a fair trial. If it's gonna be fair. But after, but after they're accused, but after they're convicted. Oh yeah, off with their fucking heads. Well, so okay. If you're convicted, that goes back to me saying everybody in prison is innocent. Anybody who's in prison is going to say they didn't do it. So well, how do you know they're guilty? Not everybody. How do you know they're guilty then? If they, if just because they had a trial? Well, because there is a burden. Of, I mean, there is that proof. But yeah, no, there has been wrongly convicted people. There have been wrongly convicted people killed. But I'm pretty sure now our criminal justice system you know we're charging crimes that uh, crimes that shouldn't be you know we charges non-violent stuff but um but when it comes to something like this i mean chances are if you're being brought uh to trial there's there's proof against you when it comes to like you know abusing a child or sexually assaulting a child Oh yeah, I would I would say there's got to be some kind of. I don't think they're gonna bring you the evidence. But you know, but to where my my defense of it is I'm not trying to defend them, but if someone just accuses you with no evidence, you shouldn't already have the you shouldn't have justice served to you until there's evidence. Oh yeah, to right. Prove that this is what you're being. This is what you did for being accused of. So what if you're in a house with somebody and you witness this abuse? Should you take action right there? And kill uh, if him? I witness it, yeah, and kill him. Uh, he's, he's. I probably won't kill him because I don't want to be charged with murder. <laughs> but Dude. he's gonna wish he was dead by the time I'm done with him. Do you think? Now, no, no, okay, hold on. Oh, because then it would just be now, your word against. But here's the yeah, exactly. But here's the but here's the flip of that. If I walked in and someone was doing it to my daughter, that motherfucker's dead. Right. I will go proudly go to jail. Yeah. But someone that. But that's that's my daughter, right? But someone else, you know what? That's hard. How about your girlfriend? I don't, I don't have a girlfriend. Oh, you should not have said that. But I don't have one. Um, no, not at the point at the moment. My but <laughs> he's right now in contracts with one. No, oh my god, no, not. <laughs> Jesus Christ! And I hear she is a very lovely lady. Who likes true crime? So that's scary. Dear God, she's into cannibalism. So wow, but she's a friend, and she's a girl. Let's go and back to when we were in high school, a little kids. God, she's a girl, and she's a friend. She's your girlfriend. Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say. Just say you, have me, you have me. You have, now you have me lost. Well, my train of thought. You threw me off. No, she's just a friend that I talk to. That's a girl. That's all it is. Hey, that's fine. Let's 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 get There's her on the phone. Else. What's her number? No, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh Lord! All right, I think it's time to end this episode. Um, sure. Why not? <laughs> yeah, because I don't want to talk anymore. And just remember, as in parting, I'd like to say, hey, people hear your words, but they feel 
your attitude. I like that. Yeah, I don't I know do where like that, that came from, but <laughs> that's good. That's good. Well, thanks everyone for listening. You can listen to us on all your podcast platforms. We are literally everywhere. Um, who knows? Be, maybe we'll be on True Crime one day. <laughs> there's a possibility. <laughs> you might see me on True Crime after uh, I start something tomorrow. Oh, yeah, oh God! <laughs> you started something now. I feel like Jesus. Right. I, I'm sorry. Anyway. All right. I'm Travis Poisel. I am Mike Sisko. Yeah, thanks, everybody. See ya.